All right, time for you lot to sober up. Exactly. We are in the midst of Feb Fast. Uh, I don't know how everyone's going with that. Don't know how Toddy's going Toddy, with that. Toddy, our afternoon announced to stop talking about not drinking, so I'm not sure how that went. <laughs> exactly right. Look, our guest this morning, she's an author, she's a podcaster, she's just written A Thousand Wasted Sundays. Good morning, Victoria Vanstone. Hi, thanks for having me on. Tell me, how old were you when you started drinking? Oh, gosh, I was 13, raiding the drinks cabinet as a kid. I was the party girl waiting to happen from a very young age. Right. Did so you have you parents just... who drank a lot? My parents drank a lot. I couldn't wait to join in the party. And were your parents saying, no alcohol for you, or were they giving you a little bit at a time? No, or... they were very much no alcohol from me. I was stealing it from the garage, and when I got to a certain age, I was going out and drinking without them knowing. But I just knew that it was fun. What, what I saw from a young age was, oh, drinking looks like fun. I've got to say, you're not alone. No. I mean, I don't think I was far right. behind very... you. I, I would have been regular from 15 yeah. Yeah. easily, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and they didn't know. My mum and dad and, didn't know. And I think and possibly the UK is the same. In Australia, for a lot of kids, definitely for me, once you have left school, your plan every Saturday night is where am I going to get drunk? Yeah. Like your plan isn't what am I going to do this weekend? It's like, oh, we're going to that pub or that party or whatever. Like it's, you know, you have this idea that weekends are for drinking. Yeah. And so you, your book is uh, graphic and honest and you've about, talked about a lot of the poor decisions that you made. <laughs> and I know that um, on your uh, Instagram page people have started saying to you, what does your husband think <laughs> about your candid mentions of the casual nights that you had? What does he think? Well... He can separate the two people. I mean, there was a lot of promiscuity. I got up to all sorts of things. I have one finger less than most people due to blowing it off on the, millen on the millennium night with a firework. <laughs> oh, right. So I've got a lot of drinking so, scars. So your, your finger in the millennium bug went the, the same stump. way. Yes, the millennium stump. <laughs> so I have a lot of good drinking stories, which I always thought were really funny. Yeah. It wasn't until I got sober six years ago that, uh, and I'd met my husband by then, that I realised that a lot of it was quite chaotic, especially the promiscuity and all those one-night stands, all that kind of thing. I wasn't very kind to myself. But now I see it as two different people. I was a drinker and now I'm sober. So I have no shame or regret about my past, I was under the influence of actually a very potent drug. So I can accept that that behaviour was due to drinking and now I'm sober. I don't do that sort of stuff. Did your, your husband was attracted to um, Party Victoria though? Yeah, I mean, that was what we were doing when we met. We were drinkers. But he could see that it crippled me the next day. I had massive anxiety after having children. Right, okay. And then I suppose that's part of it. I mean, I am... A, I can openly admit that my poorest days as a parent were the days when I was, the Sundays that I was not feeling great yeah. are really awful when you're a parent. Mm. Is, is that what eventually made you give up? Well, I found that transition from party girl to mum really, really difficult. I don't think anyone can really prepare you for that. I'd gone from going out all the time to being stuck at home with a crying baby. And it was very overwhelming for me. I found it quite mundane, quite honestly. Being a mum is a real shock. So I started to drink. Not all the time. We're not talking about everyday boozing. I'm talking about normalised social binge drinking here. Yeah. So I would be a great mum during the week and it would build up and then I'd go crazy at the weekends. And that caused me to feel awful most Sunday mornings and the impact that that was having on myself and my family and my husband was huge and it caused me to seek out some support in the end. There's a lot of patience required for parenting, right? <laughs> I, I actually think it's the, the number one thing you need more than anything else is parenting because you mentioned boredom. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a tediousness that comes with parenting because of that rhythm and I guess the old mother's little helper 
uh, is very much on the cars. It's bike. Yeah. And, and, and I just think that there's more – it's more common than you think – and we do tend to minimise drinking broadly, wouldn't yeah. you say? Like, yeah. oh, I had a few drinks last night. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. But if you walked up when I had a shot of heroin last night, yeah. no one would be laughing. No. Uh, and, and, and we've really accepted the hangover. We've accepted a little bit of excessive drinking. Oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, because it's so normalised in our culture to drink. Everyone around us does it. So therefore our habits are absorbed into one another's. We're kind of diluted by the crowd and that's what happens socially. So no one picked me out of the crowd, for example, and yeah. said, you've got a problem. I was just your normal drinker. Because broadly, everyone's doing the same thing. Exactly, everyone's doing the same thing. So I didn't have a problem. Oh. But I think what we are learning now with all alcohol intake, that even one glass of wine a night will up your anxiety for the whole week by 20 that's and what I'm reading about, is, the, is, the, is when you're not drinking the effects yes. of alcohol on you. Yeah. So what was the straw that broke the camel's back? Well, my anxiety was getting worse and worse and worse. I had a second child. I tried moderation. I failed every time. I'm not someone that can have one or two drinks. The preoccupation with alcohol is at the forefront of my mind once I've had one drink. They say the first drink does the damage, and that's 100% true for is me. That right? Yeah. So I then woke up every Sunday morning for weeks and weeks and weeks with this terrible hangover and like this anxiety monster sitting on my chest. And I think I just had enough in the end. It had been 25 years of heavy binge drinking with red flags whipping me across the face. And I thought, there's got to be something else. There's got to be something else in life that, that isn't about me being hungover and being the life and soul of the party. And who am I without this drug pumping around my body? I decided to discover who I really was, the authentic and genuine person that lived inside me, which has been an incredible journey. And everyone I speak to who gives up alcohol says that they do not miss it. No, I don't miss it at all. In fact, it's an utter relief to go into... It's taken time to learn who I am socially. I think it, that's the trick, though, isn't yes. it? It's just, just to rediscover yeah. who you are without it. And that's a stepping stone thing. You know, you have to go out for 10 minutes the first time, go out for an hour the second time, and learn who you are. It's like a bright light shining on you the first time you go out because you feel really nervous and you feel like you can feel and see everything. But the more you do it, it's a practice-makes-perfect thing. You'll find people are really accepting of people that don't drink nowadays. Mm. It's changed even in the time that mm. I've been sober. Yeah. And people accept if you say, I'm not drinking, they're not going to give you a hard time or give you a nudge. No, no, yeah. they're not. My problem is I drink, I, I think menopause changed me and I just am just a lot less interested in alcohol than I used to be. Like I don't really drink that much anymore. And I, but sometimes I get bored because yeah. I'm out and everyone's drunk and I'm like, oh, this is just so boring. Yeah. And uh, so I'm trying to make, and it's hilarious because I reckon my husband spent the first 25 years of our relationship trying to drag me out of parties <laughs> yeah. and now I'm trying to drag him out of parties. Yeah. So. Hey, yeah. she, she'll be in the car texting her husband <laughs> who's still inside. That's what Go she's on. doing now. She's out of there. It's called backdooring now. Yeah. Yeah. You just leave really oh, quickly. Yeah. You've you got the smoke bomb masters <laughs> yeah, yeah. here. Don't worry about that. I'm with now, you. Before we run, like as, as, as quickly as you can, just in a snapshot, like for someone like me, <clears throat> I'm arm wrestling with the one or two drinks a night. Like I'm mm. trying to not do that. Mm. What what can someone like me do who's wound it down but I'm not quite wound, turn the tap off, if you know what I mean? Well, you can change it to an alcohol-free drink in the evening. I look forward to an alcohol-free beer now on a Friday night. That's a really simple way of changing your habits and not, not feeling pissed afterwards, not feeling that feeling of being drunk. It's just a matter of testing yourself. What can you do? Go out for a night without drinking. I think alcohol gets a lot of credit for a good night out. We wake up the next day and go, oh, weren't we drunk? That was really fun. But actually, it's not that. It's the people you're with. 
with. It's the ambience. It's the environment. It's the music. Those are the things that you are thoroughly enjoying. And to wake up the next day and go, actually, I didn't have a drink last night and I enjoyed my night out with my mates. And I still had fun. I might have left at half past eight. (laughs) But actually... I had a bit of a dance. I had a bit of a chat. Totally. And I'm waking up the next morning feeling great. So it's just a matter of testing yourself. You can do it. You can have a night out and actually you'll just appreciate the genuine connections that you've made. The book is called A Thousand Wasted Sundays from Victoria Vanstone. We love that you are a huge success and I'm glad that this is the thing. I'm glad there's a movement to just put the glass down. It's brilliant. for a lot more information and daily information, you also have a podcast with Hamish, who we know, Mark and I know, from Cooey Water. Yes. Uh, And you and Hamish have a podcast called Sober Awkward. Yeah, we just won the Best Wellbeing Podcast in Australia. It's comedy, people. We're not preachy. Don't worry about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. And, uh, oh, jeez, each day is a challenge. Yeah, here we go. Right. I'm going to be on your case. Oh, no, <laughs> no. That'll drive me to the drink. 